He cares about me. He loves me. He leads me. Oh, He woke me up this morning. He's the one that started me on my way. He's the one that guides me on my journey. He keeps me day by day. That's my God. That's my God. So glad that you're here in the house of the Lord. So happy to have you at First Church. Welcome to what the Lord has for you. If you would stand with me, turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Paul writing to the church at Corinth. I'll read verses 13 and 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14. So happy that you're here. Trust that you'll be a part of everything that you can, the activities of First Church. If you don't remember the announcements that Pastor made, they are available in the bulletin. We have a bulletin available for you, and it has the calendar of events for January, plus the week's activities. There's a lot of things for you to be involved in, and I hope that you will, it is noteworthy. It is worthy of you paying attention and getting involved everything that's happening at First Church. God is doing a great work and we trust that you'll be a part of that. Watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Somebody say be strong. Be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. In other words, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute and love without stopping or be on guard, stand firm in your faith and God respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and women and be courageous, be strong. Somebody say be strong. Let everything you do be done in love, motivated and inspired by God's love for us. Or another way to say it, be alert, stand firm in faith, be brave, be strong. Somebody say be strong. Do all your work in love. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. So today I want to preach to you first church strong. We've got to start strong. We've got to stay strong. And we've got to finish strong. Is there anybody that wants to do that? If you do, put your Bible down, your hands together and go ahead and give him a word of praise and a hand clap of praise and a little dance in advance and say, today I started strong, but today I say I'll stay strong. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. My mind's made up. The decision's been made. Is there anybody that you made a decision that this is going to be your best year yet. You've decided that you're going to give God your best like you've never given Him your best before. That this is going to be the year that you're going to be saved. That your family's going to be saved. That your co-worker's going to be saved. That your schoolmate's going to be saved. That your entire body of friends are going to be saved to the glory of God. Amen. You may be seated. First church strong. That's That's what I believe that we must be in order to be who we need to be in 23. We must be first church strong. I preached as passionately as I possibly could a week ago to those that were here. And I declared that we we need to start over and start strong. We need to start over and start strong. Brother Amos, we need to get off to a good, fresh, strong start. I told people how that when you get off to a good, fresh, strong start, that you're probably going to win. That's what the statistics say in the 
world of sports that if you get off to a good, strong start, that it looks pretty good for the end being what you wanted from the beginning. But I want you to know something. You don't score the first run. You don't score the first goal or score the first touchdown and just then quit. You don't just score first and say, okay, statistics say I'm probably going to win, so I'm just going to give up. No, the only way that those statistics prove to be true is the ones that score first, the ones that start strong. They stay strong. They stay in the fight. They continue to keep on keeping on. I came to preach to you on this second Sunday of 2023 that you can't just start strong, you have to stay strong. First church strong. You see, what happens is there are, there are times that events take place and transpire. The, uh, the things that happen are adversarial, things that try to prevent the desired outcome. And they, then they come up with the words Boston strong. After the attack on the Boston Marathon, they had it all over. I've seen the signs. I've read the articles. You will find all over the city of Boston words that say Boston strong. And what they're saying is this Boston Marathon was here before the culprit ever came along and it's going to be here today and it will be tomorrow. What they're saying is you can't distract me. You can't detour me. You can't keep me from continuing to be what I've always been. But I've got my mind made up. Does anybody hear? what I'm preaching to you on this Sunday it's time for first church strong have we had some trouble have we had some trial rest assured we have but you can rest assured the same church that started almost a hundred years ago will be here a hundred years from now if the Lord tarries why because we are first church strong an adversary may come against us a difficulty may be put in our path but we're going to make up our mind that we're going to get back up and we're going to get back after it and we are going to be better and we are going to be stronger than when the enemy tried to distract us and detour us. Our mind is made up. We are first church strong. Damar Hamlin, plenty of you have heard that name because he's the one, as I preached about on Friday night, that went to tackle a opponent. And when he did, he fell to the ground and his heart stopped beating and his breath went from him and he lay lifelessly there and as I preached Friday night the immediate response of those that were trained professionals saved his life and now now he had a goal for a fund drive to raise monies to buy toys for children and if I'm not mistaken, his goal was like $2,500. That's what his, his initial goal was $2,500. And that's, I don't know how many toys that buys, the way toys are getting now. I mean, you can't even buy that many eggs with $2,500. But he had a goal to, to do something significant for the children. And when I saw last night that that, just for those of you that don't know, he passed his goal. 
He's now raised $7 million to buy toys. There are going to be some happy kids. I just want somebody to know that there are children's lives that are going to be changed because somebody said, it's Damar Ham. It's Hamlin Strong. And everywhere you look today, you'll see the number three. And that number three will represent that we laid down our differences. And we said there's some things that really aren't important when it comes to life and death matters. And here's what I want somebody to hear what I'm preaching to you today. It's time for you to set your goal. But it's then also time to say, I may get knocked down. I might get the breath knocked out of me. It may have almost taken my life, but I'm going to get back up and I'm going to be stronger than I've ever been before and what I set as a goal is just the mere beginning of a God that said now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think ask for 25,000 ask for 2,500 I got a million and more it's time it's time we start it's time we start believing that First Church Strong can make the kind of impact on the future that's even more than a football player that said, I feel the love. Dun, 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 dun. It turned a Monday night football game into a prayer meeting. Sports broadcasters not concerned about the ramifications of praying a prayer. Online, on screen. People pray. There's more people praying today because of what happened. You know why Damar Hamlin Strong is ringing a bell? Because people see there is something to get behind and support that we will not sit idly by and watch people die. But something in it. I want you to know there is a city that needs first church strong. They need you to man up and woman up and say, I'm going to do more than I've ever done before. I'm going to pray more. I'm I'm going to fast more. I'm going to give more. I'm going to do more. Can't just start strong. You got to stay strong. You got to be strong. First, church strong. Strong. Somebody say strong. Strong is a strong word. Strong is having the power to move heavy weights. I got somebody in my family that they tell me how much that they push. I don't know if they do it like that or not. I'd probably sit down and push it with both feet because, you know, they tell me the, the number and they say, how many pounds... How many pounds do you think I pushed tonight? And I, I guess, and I'm wrong, because it's always more than what I guess. You know what that is saying is, oh, I'm strong. I'm like, okay, that's good. That's good. Brother. I'm glad you're strong. That hurts me thinking about pushing that much. Yeah, I just... That's, 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 I'm glad you're strong. And, but really, that, that's, they determine that. They determine how strong you are by how much weight 
you can push, or how much weight you can move, how much weight you can, I don't even know if I bench press right there. I don't know how to push or bench press. I want to tell you something. There is something more important than how much you can bench press. There is something more important than how much you can leg push or whatever you want to call that maneuver. I want to tell you, the way that you determine if you're strong is how much weight can you handle that the devil keeps. You don't tell me he's not piloting on us. He's doing his best to pilot on. But somebody needs to stand up and say today, I done bench press what the devil gave me and I can handle more. Why? Because I am strong. I am first church strong and I've been working out. I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been paying my tithes. I've been giving in the offering. I've been spending my time in prayer. I'm first church strong. So, mess up my electricity if you want, devil. Change my odometer from miles to kilometers if you want, devil. Bust my pipe. Then there's more and heavier. And things just keep piling on. Just feel like we're crumbling under the load. But I want to remind somebody today that we are first church strong and we can move. We can move heavy weights. Somebody say strong. Strong means to Perform demanding tasks. I don't know how you all feel about it today, but Sister Shay was laying it on strong. I mean, I was preaching. I was preaching with the preacher today when she started to say, go 40 days without coffee. Ha! And I was like, Amen! But then when she said, maybe you need to fast fishing, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Don't go, 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 go there because I like fishing. I'm not strong if I get up coffee, if I give up coffee. But if I got to push away from the plate and quit drinking Dr. Pepper and quit eating foods that I like to say I want to be able to do demanding tasks when they're asked of me. See, some of you are so nervous about this ministry fair. You're like, I'm going to have to do something. You see, we all want, we all want To have the results that we want, but we're not willing to do the tasks that are required to have the results that we want. Oh yeah, New Year's resolution. I want to lose 25 pounds. I want to stop drinking soda and start drinking water and man, that sounds good. But there's just something about some foods. That are so much better when you pop the top and the fizz. Is that, am, I, am I preaching anybody right now? I'm just going to be honest. I need your help to be first church strong. 
I need your help for us to do what we need to do. It's going to take everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, he's preaching to you and me. There are going to be some things that we are going to ask you to do, kind of like Sister Shea was asking you to do. And really, I, I remember when my mom and dad used to ask me to do things. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? They weren't asking. They were just being kind with the verbiage. Donnie, will you go take out the trash was not an option. It wasn't like an option, like, oh, I don't think today. Brother Will, when my dad said, Donnie, will you take out the trash? He, Will is your name. But there wasn't no Will involved in that statement. It was, Donnie, take out the trash. And you know what I did, Brother Will? I went... I got that bag and I took that trash out to that trash can that was sitting on the side of the road because I knew there was a trash man coming the next day and if that trash bag was still sitting in the kitchen, Donnie wasn't going to be happy. Does anybody hear what I'm preaching? So the things that we're talking about, the tasks that I'm trying my best to use the verbiage and ask you to pray more and ask you to fast and ask you to tithe and ask you to give and ask you to get your hands in the harvest. Somebody understand that not only is it pastor asking you, it's the great God of glory that is telling you that if you want what he has for you, you got to do what he tells you to. Somebody say, first church strong. Able to withstand great force or pressure. Able to withstand great force or pressure. There's a full court press going on right now against first church. First Church is getting ready to have the greatest revival that First Church has ever had. And the devil isn't sitting idly by saying, let's plan a party. Let's go ahead and celebrate. No, he's working a plan and saying, we got to put on a full court press. And we got to keep people from getting to church. And we got to keep people from getting involved. And we got to keep people from praying and fasting. So if you're wondering why it's tough, it's tough. Because... The adversary doesn't want you to do what he's telling you to do. He wants you to just come and say, ain't Pastor cute today? He's screaming and spitting and he's preaching the best he can. Isn't that awesome? Let's go eat at Grecian. That's not what the devil. That's what the devil. That's what the devil wants you. God's saying, buy in. Believe. Be first church strong. It takes everybody. You see, some of you thinking I'm preaching to somebody else. I'm not. I'm preaching to you. Who, me? Yeah, you. Able, able, equipped, prepared to withstand great force or pressure. If it hasn't come against you, it will. And when it does, you will crumple, you will fail, and you will fall if you don't have what you need when it does. Hear what I'm saying? You got to start strong, yes, but you got to stay strong. What are some characteristics? If you want to know what you got to be in order to be strong, you got to be confident and you got to be determined. You got to make up your mind. 
There were some people that said, I didn't even make New Year's resolutions because I knew I was going to fail. There you have it. You got to make up your mind. You got to stay determined. Nothing gets done that determination doesn't push you to. Hear what I'm saying today. If you don't make up your mind, then any little thing that comes along is going to distract you and detour you. You ever been surprised when somebody gave you a reason why they didn't do something or why they failed? You thought, really? Huh. That was, that just doesn't. You know, I, I was going to, I was going to have a great day today, but uh, I woke up at I woke up at eight oh one, and if I don't wake up at eight o'clock, you know, I mean, it just I'm not going to have a good day. Miss, I don't, what? Okay, I don't. I'm not. You know, I I, I was going to do that, and I has, has anybody ever understood that there are some things, there are some things that people get determined about, and nothing that you say or do will prevent them from getting it done. This is just the way that it's going to be. Anybody ever gotten a doctor's appointment? Anybody ever gotten a doctor? I mean, that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You get a doctor's appointment, like, I'm sorry, but I can't see you till six months from now, and this is the day, and this is the time, and then something comes up, like you, you've been waiting to go to that, and then somebody says, hey, you know, I'm having a little get-together. I'd, I'd like for you to come over at 2 o'clock on Thursday the 31st, and you look at your calendar, you're, oh yeah, I want, I want to go, I want to do it, and you look at your calendar, you're like, ah, oh, I got a doctor's appointment, now let me just ask you, if somebody that's got a doctor's appointment, it took you six months to get that doctor's appointment, and you know that if you don't make that doctor's appointment, that you're not going to get another doctor's appointment for six months, and the situation that you have is going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, are you going to say, you know, I think I'm going to go have, I'm going to go have cookies and Kool-Aid with these people, because I really want to. No, nobody's going to do that. You see, y'all loved me for a little while when I was preaching. Ah, you love, but I don't, I don't know if you're going to love what I'm telling you right now because there are some of us that we say we can't, and that's not true. We can't. Here's what I found out about people. People do. Hear what I'm preaching. People do what they want to do. Every one of you do what you, I don't do what I want to do. Yeah, you do. I had somebody say, well, I can't believe that. I can't believe that, that you want us to about church, but, but you, you, you don't even have a, a faithful ability to come pick us up for church. I said, how do you get to the grocery store? Oh, what, what pastor? What, what are you preaching about? Why are you preaching like that? Go back to being nice pastor. I want to tell you something. Sometimes being nice pastor doesn't get the job done. For first church to be first church strong, we're going to have to be strong. Well, I, I can't afford, I can't afford to do that. But you can afford to have cable. You can afford to have your internet. You can afford to have your cell phone. I got people that tell me I can't afford to do that. They got a cell phone service. They got internet. They got cable. They go to Walmart. They go out to eat. They do whatever they want to do. Oh, pastor, you were preaching good. What doth hinder thee? You want to know what hinders me? Is we got people. Aren't you glad you came to church today? Because we got a lot of people that should have been and could have been and ain't. 
I look out. I thank God for all of you people. But I want you to know this house ought to be full. It ought to be full because of what the Lord has done for them. But they make some lame excuse. Well, I'm tired. There's plenty of times I come to church tired. I don't feel good. There's plenty of times I come to church when I don't feel good. There's plenty of times I come to church when there's other things maybe I'd rather do. What? Yeah. Telling somebody, you know, there's a thing that in duck hunting, you put your name in. You put your name in and they draw out when you get a special place to hunt at a special place that kills a lot of duck. And you know, I've been doing this for like 10 years. And you know, every time they pull my number, guess when it is? You got it, Sunday. I had one of my buddies say, can't you get somebody else to preach for you so we can go on this duck hunting thing? I want to tell somebody. You say, Pastor, you're preaching about how we need to be at church and you ain't going to be here Wednesday and you ain't going to be here. The, oh my God, should I tell you that I'm not going to be here the next Wednesday either? I thought you said it was important to be at church. It is important to be at church. And if you want to know where I'm going to be when I'm gone, why don't you come go to church with me when you start on Tuesday night and you start at 7 and you're in church to 10. And then you get up Wednesday and you go to church from 9 to 2. You take a break and you're back at 6.30 to have some more church until 11. Then get up the next day and go to church from 9 to 2 and then come back at 6.30 for some more church on Thursday night. I'll tell you why I'm not here. I got to go there to get something here. So I can bring it here to help you see it's important to be at church and be here and be faithful and be strong. It's first church strong. I don't like that strong preaching. You know the reason we don't like that strong preaching? is because it hits home. Like I said, preach all you want about coffee, but don't talk about fishing and food. Because I like fishing and food. And I don't like anybody to tell me what to do. So I'm saying, First Church, will you take out the trash? Will you take out the trash? Will you get rid of some of that junk that's filling your life? Will you, will you remove some of the things that you think and say are so important, but in the scheme of things, they aren't, they aren't really Important at all. The reason why people won't miss that doctor's appointment that it took them six months to get is they know if they wait another six months, something bad might happen. I want to tell you, the, the times that you keep putting off, saying, well, I got this going on, and I got that going on, and I got to do this, and I got to do that, and we, we can't afford to miss our doctor's appointments. If we want to be able to be fixed... You know, I just was reading in this study, I was reading that it says, you can memorize it, you can quote it, you can learn it, you can say amen when the preacher preaches it, but if you don't obey it, God's hands are tied, and you tied them. First church strong. Somebody say first church strong. Be confident, be determined. Don't be influenced or worried by others. Who cares what anybody else thinks about your commitments to God? There are people that do things that I'm like, what in the world are you doing? Why are you doing that? And they don't, they don't care. They're just like, that's, that's who I am. That's what I do. They're not, they're not easily influenced by others. They aren't worried what other people think. Why do we worry? It's like we apologize. Somebody says, 
We'd like you to go here. We'd like you to go. Oh, I, I wish I could. Do you really wish that you could? Just say, I'm sorry, I don't go there. I don't do that. Make a personal commitment that I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there and do those things. Brave, strong, know what you want. You really need to decide what you want. That's really where it's at. You just need to decide what you want and go after it. I'm encouraging you to make a choice to be and to stay strong. Another thing that strong people do is they tolerate temporary discomfort for attaining the goal. They tolerate temporary discomfort for attaining the goal. How do you think the people in the ark felt about the way it smelled? Anybody ever smelled stuff that didn't smell too good? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever been around somebody and you're like, what's that smell? You know what I'm saying? I mean, just... I got a feeling, anybody ever went to the circus and seen the elephants? Anybody ever seen the elephants? When I ask you, have you ever seen what the elephants do, do? Anybody believe there were elephants on that boat? Do you believe in doo-doo? Because if you do, you know that it did not smell good. But there was some ability to be satisfied with temporary discomfort to avoid the alternative. I want to tell you something. There, I, I got a feeling that there's some temporary discomfort going on. There, there's some temporary discomfort going on right now. I mean, Pastor, you, you know, we'd really like for you to get back to being nice, Pastor, and preach really good. But you're talking today about things that are... They don't, they don't smell real good. I don't really like what you're saying. I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable and it's getting quiet. And, I'm, and you know what? 20 years ago, I'd have been so nervous I wouldn't know what to do. But I know that if there's going to be another 20 years of First Church, that we're going to have to make up our mind that we are willing to deal with some temporary discomfort to the flesh so that we can see the attainable goal that the Spirit has for us. Somebody say, i got to stay strong. Here's what other people that are strong demonstrate. They are kind. They are flexible. They have a powerful sense of empathy. They know how to show compassion. They're honest. They're fair. They're self-disciplined. They set and meet goals. They make good choices. I was talking with somebody about a certain individual, and it was evident that that individual had had some challenging things take place and they said this they said it was it was bad choices that that got them there it's just like a series of bad choices and once you make some choices it's easier to then make other choices does anybody know what i'm talking about you let one thing go and then it's easier to let other things go. You see, I'm preaching about starting strong. And whenever I was preaching about starting over and staying strong and starting strong, people were like, preach, preacher. But here's the challenge. you got to stay strong. It's not just something to celebrate on Sunday and say, man, preacher, 
preach today, man. He, he preached the house down. I had somebody, you preached the house down. Well, I, I, I want to I wanna preach the house down every time I preach, but I want to preach people into action. Because anybody can preach with me on this Sunday. It's not quite evident yet, but anybody could preach with me on this Sunday. Everybody could preach with me on this Sunday, but then you got to live it on Monday. And that's so much more difficult. Really what that is, that stinks. That, that just, that's, I, I hate, I hate that you can't just shout on Sunday and solve hell happening on Monday, but you can't. You have to stay strong. You have to, you have to stay strong. You have to make good choices and correct judgment. You have to respect others and have the courage Hear what I'm preaching. Have the courage to stand up for what you believe. There needs to be a sense of responsibility. There needs to be a sense of responsibility. Now I have about six more things that I need to talk about, but I'm not going to because the mind can only receive what the seat can endure. And there's sometimes that as a, as a preacher and as a pastor, that stinks, just in case you're wondering, because there's so much more that I planned on saying and wanted to say, and I need to say, but you know what? I'm preaching here next Sunday, so I mean. First church, strong. You see, I want first church to do what Boston did when the difficulty came their way. And I want church, first church, to do what DeMar Hamlin did when difficulty came his way. I want us to get back up and be stronger than we've ever been before. He said, I'm sending back three times. He chose the number three, ironically. Three times the love and prayers that you sent to me. I'm sending back to you. And a $2,500 goal turned into a $7 million goal. Let me ask you today, what goals have you set in the spirit? Well, I want a new house, and I want a new car, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. I want to know, do you want what he has? Do you want First Church to be the church that reaches the community, the region? Because, like I said, great group. Y'all look wonderful. You look so good today. It's awesome. And then, I think, what could it look like? What should it look like? And how... Not just that. How could it happen? How could it happen? How could that happen? And the way that it can happen is if we'll be first church strong. Make up our mind. We're going to start over and start strong. We're going to stay strong. We're going to do the things that are required to make that happen. We're going to set goals and make wise choices and choose things that are challenging choose. We're going to not go here and start going there. We're going to not do this and start doing this. We're going to let God through his word. You do the things that Sister Shea taught today, it'll be easier to say First Church Strong. You fast, you pray, you give not only of your finance but of your time and of your here, I want somebody to hear what I'm preaching. We don't just ask you to give of your finance. We're asking you to give of your time and of your talent. There are so many people that say, I'm just too busy to do that. Then you're too busy. 
if you're too busy to affect eternity, how would it have been? How would it have been? What if, what if when Damar Hamlin went down? See, that seems to be a hot topic because people, everybody knows about it. I mean, they don't even know about football and they know about this football player that died on the field. What if everybody on the athletic team was like, oh, but uh, the athletic trainers are like, oh, I don't look good, but, you know, I got. Anybody ever, ever know? Did you know that there are times that I'm preaching my guts out and people are scrolling on Facebook? Did you know that? It happens, friend. There are people, it happens all the time. There are people that that I'm, I'm doing everything I can to say, I don't want anybody to go to hell. I want everybody to go to heaven. I'm putting up stop sign, stop sign, stop sign. I had a guy, he's not here today. Zach, it's your dad, in case you're wondering. He texted me, he said, did you know that you can get a ticket for running through stop signs? Brother Will, I said, yeah, where did you see that happen? And he said, right here by the pawn shop. I said, oh, well, I've already run three more since then. Because I have this tendency, I know, to, to all of you law enforcement people hear what I'm saying. I, I, I have this tendency, if I look and I don't see any cars coming, I just kind of roll right on through. Confession. I think that was one of the things Sister Shay Confession. I want to tell somebody something. I want to tell somebody something. I'm calling somebody right now. I'm not sure who it is. Let's see who it is. Oh, yeah, don't want to call him. Okay. All right. So I have a confession to make that there are times that when it says stop, I just think, ah, I don't really see any reason to stop. There's no potential for danger. I've already checked. First, I'm looking to make sure that I don't see any police officers. You know what? It would be good for some of us to just be honest like Pastor and say, there are some things. I'm not talking about running stops. Please understand. I'm not talking about you speeding. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about I'm talking about our spiritual life. There are some of us that we roll through stop signs. And you know what I'm realizing? That if I, if I keep rolling through stop signs, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try better. I, I mean, if you could see the look, how would you like to be preaching this, Brother Will? And my wife's looking at me like, what? Not only is she looking at me like, you do that, but then she's like, you said that in front of your girls who drive? You said that in front of your church people who drive? What's wrong with you? I'm going to tell you what's wrong with me. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with me. Our pastor's just going to get real transparent. I don't like to stop. How do you like that? You're like, I know, it's like 15 minutes after 12, and my God, are you ever going to stop? You know what? I think I'm just going to roll right through this stop sign, and I'm going to preach a little more. 
I'm going to preach to you that there's some of you that are doing that when it comes to your spiritual life and it's going to cost you. My wife's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? You're a dad. What are you doing as a dad rolling through? What kind of signal is that going to send your kid? I want to ask some of you dads. I want to ask some of you moms. How many stop signs have you been rolling through? What kind of example is that to your kid? I want to ask some of you. What kind of stop signs have you been rolling through? I'll tell you, it's going to end in a bad way if you don't make up your mind and say, I'm going to stay strong. Stand with me. I am going to stop right now. I'm going to stop, but I'm going to hope that you're going to go and know that you got to stay strong. First, church strong. First, church strong. Somebody say that with me. First, church strong. Start, stay, finish. The challenge continues to go forth about starting strong and staying strong. It's not difficult to hear it. It's difficult to live it. It didn't take me any energy at all to hear the doctor say, you need to lose about 25 pounds. You need to start eating healthy and exercising. Have you considered walking? Could you maybe just do some exercise? He said, what, what kind of exercise do you do? I said, I preach two or three times a week. He said, what? I said, yeah, you just have to be there if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> It wasn't easy on the ears, but it didn't take much energy to hear it. You know, this message today wasn't easy on the ears. But it didn't take a lot of energy to hear it. But man, I know what it's going to take to live it. You think it's easy for me? It's easy for me to preach. It may not look easy. It may look painful. But it's not. I mean, it's easy for me to preach. But it's a lot harder to live it. I can preach start over and start strong, and that's good. Then stay strong. That's that's a lot tougher because that's that's a lifestyle change. You see, for all my life, whenever there would be an event, I can I can make up my mind. You see, I don't know if you know this, but I can make up my mind. And if I make up my mind that I'm going to drop 25 or 30 pounds, I drop 25 or 30 pounds in a month or two. I mean, just like that. I just did it before general conference. I I did it like that. You know what, Sister Sandy, I. I, I, Julia got me in trouble every time I would tell her. I, I, I didn't, I pretty much, Amos, I pretty much didn't eat for a month and a half. I mean, strong. Stupid. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. You might lose weight. I had a friend tell me this. Here's what, here's what. Best friend, brother Chuck Carr. I went out. I went out after preaching my guts out like this after not eating for a month. Haven't had anything to eat. I'm trying to drink water. I come preach like I preach every Sunday, preaching my guts out. I go over with my family and we go to a restaurant here in town and I, I try to eat a little bit and then I get up to go and then I just fall out. I mean, I was just <laughs> people coming over. They're bringing me back and I'm like, what in the world just happened there? And then 
So, you know, my, my wife and family had just about had it with me, and they, they tell Brother Carr, they, they tell him how stupid I've been, and then he calls me and he says, So, Donnie, you want us to come by your casket and say, Man, he really lost weight. <laughs> I started thinking about that. What's the purpose if it's not sustainable? You got to start over and start strong, but you got to stay strong. You got to do something. You got to make up your mind. It's got to become a lifestyle. See, I don't think you're hearing what I'm preaching to you right now. This isn't an easy preach with the preacher on Sunday and go home and do whatever you want to do on Monday. This is, I got to make up my mind that I'm going to start making life changes. Are you hearing what I'm preaching? Because in order to stay strong, anybody can start strong. Man, I can start strong and I can go a month or two without eating hardly anything. Man, when it happens, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm eating fried food, drinking Dr. Pepper, having midnight snacks and early morning breakfast. Bring it, baby. I want what God has for me. I've got to be willing to make some life choices that say I'm going to start a lifestyle that leads me to not only start strong, but stay strong. If you're ever going to finish strong, you got to start strong and stay strong. Now, there's a lot of you that didn't like some of the things I said, and I really didn't care for them too much because my flesh says... You go ahead and drink Dr. Pepper. You go ahead and eat fried food. You go ahead and stay up late and get up early and eat the whole time. But that's my flesh. And your flesh is saying, ah, just go back to what you've always done. Show up when you want to show up. Do what you want to do. Keep rolling through those stop signs that pastor's been putting up all day and all year. But if you keep rolling through stop signs not only are you going to but the people you love will too and then does anybody does anybody really want to know what happens to people that roll through stop signs brother Marty there's sometimes that when you roll through stop signs you forget to look and if I'm being honest there have been times that I'm like, oh, thank God for that near miss. Mm, mm, that hurts to be that transparent, doesn't it? I want to tell some of you, the same thing's happening in the spirit. And you've had some near misses. You better hear what this preacher's preaching to you today. And you better make up your mind that not only are you going to start strong, but you're going to stay strong. And you're going to stop rolling through the stop signs that I keep throwing up. There's a red light flashing. There's a red light saying, you better stop. I'll do whatever I want to do. That's true. People do. But if you want to be a part of First Church Strong, you got to start strong and you got to stay strong. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I want this church to begin to talk to the Lord and ask for His help right now because we all need it.
This altar waits for people. I'm not even going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm going to ask you to step out. I know what time it is. It's time to come to the altar. It's time to come to the altar and make a commitment. I'm not only starting strong, but I'm going to stay strong. I'm not going to roll through the stop signs. I'm not going to run through that red light, but I'm going to continue to do what he tells me to do. He don't even have to ask me. He can tell me, I've got to do this. I've got to pray more. I've got to fast more. I've got to give more. I've got to do more. I've got to. It's what is incumbent upon me in order for me and my house to be saved. Somebody just needs to know that you have to be strong. You have to stay strong. You can't just start strong. Stay strong. The altar waits for people that want to make that commitment. Come join me here where you can say today, I will stay. Where you can say today, I will stay strong.